One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the comfort of his driver's seat in his Ford Escape, Andrew Rowley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, uh, I'm on a nice, quiet cul-de-sac here in Normal Heights. Uh, yeah, I just had to kind of get out of the house. Uh, the dogs are just way too loud. That's extremely considerate of you, man. You, you have an uh, experience with audio, obviously, so uh, you know how distracting that can be. Yeah, for sure. And I know like, podcast is, you know, very audio heavy, so you want it to be as good as possible. So, uh, yeah, I got my little makeshift studio in here, and uh, I'm sure it will sound great. You sent me a couple pictures. You, you have a, a microphone duct tape to your steering wheel? To my <laughs> steering wheel, yeah. I have these, like, kind of break-apart mics where you can kind of hide them for, like, video stuff. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of stuck it on the steering wheel, and then I have my little H6 Zoom recorder off to the side, and, uh, you know, I got my headphones on talking to you. So, yeah, I think this will be... Think, I think this will work out. It'll work. Right on, man. It's amazing what we can do in 2020. Uh, uh, welcome to Palapalooza. Thanks a lot for your time, man. You're recently engaged. We'll, we'll start with yeah. that. Congratulations. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, um, I've been with my fiance for five years now. And at the beginning of lockdown quarantine, I'm like, well, I guess this is it. So I might as well uh, <laughs> pop the question. And uh, yeah, and she said yes, of Good. course. And uh, we are getting married in, uh, in June of 2021. And hopefully, you know, things are settled down and somewhat back to normal by then. But um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a fun time for sure. We're planning the wedding now awesome dude congrats uh, i'm very familiar with the wedding industry i dj which i think you know i dj a lot of weddings yeah. and stuff uh, not too many this year but yeah i'm sure <laughs> have you run into issues at all with booking or anything like that what venue are you guys planning not really. Um, yeah, we have. We're we're at the uh, Loose on Kettner now. So I don't know if you're familiar with Loose on the Loose Loft yep. uh, by Petco Park. And so now this is their new venue over more in Little Italy area. And um, no, I mean I, I I think I know enough uh, friends that do wedding stuff as well. So like sure. you know they're they're kind of like some vendors I already kind of know and work with. So awesome. and homies of course. So yeah, everyone's kind of making themselves available. And you know yeah, it's not you know nothing super certain for sure. But everyone's you know penciling us in for next year. So. So, um, yeah, I, I feel pretty confident we'll be able to have a uh, have the wedding we want for sure. Absolutely. I think you'll be good personally. You got engaged uh, very close to our mutual friend, uh, Scott Sikla and Elena. Yeah. Actually, I think it was on the same exact day. Was it? Uh, <laughs> unplanned. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, with social media, like, of course, we posted about it. Yeah. And, uh, and then he started, he posted the same day and I hit him up and I was like, what? Did you just, like, congrats, dude. Did you do it on the same day? And, uh, and we actually both were on the local news. I was like on CBS. I think he was on Channel 7 News. And, uh, yeah, because there was not much good news going on in the world <laughs> at that time. And so, uh, yeah, we both got hit up by local producers and they did a little segment about us and uh you know getting engaged in the pandemic i guess is a is a hot topic these days so uh yeah it was it was cool it was cool to see like both of us kind of take those big steps together yeah unintentionally unintentionally yeah yeah that was very coincidental and you guys you really did get out there uh i saw his his news uh story and everything so yeah congrats again man i thought we'd touch on that uh right up top uh, you are the co-host of 91X's local music show, Loudspeaker with Tim Piles and Lou Niles, heard on 91X every Sunday night, 7 to 10. You're listening to Tim Piles. 
co-hosted that? I've been co-hosting now, I think coming up on six years. Wow. And, and yeah, and then I used to host the show by myself. I remember that. Um, kind of my first, like, kind of real break into radio back in 2007 through 2011. And, um, yeah, that was kind of my first real radio gig. Um, definitely a lot younger back then, a lot more active in the in the local scene, going out to shows, like, almost every night, sometimes multiple shows a night. Right. Um, I, you know, obviously not going to any shows now. But, um, yeah, then they brought me back, uh, I think, in 2014 or so. And, uh, yeah, to co host with with tim and lou and it's been great it's fun to be still a part of the station still like have a voice in the local scene um you know that the cool thing about the show having multiple hosts and you know we're kind of we're, we're older i mean i'm the younger one compared to the other guys so we're a little generational you know where there's like all, the whole span of local music everything from like the the classics that like you know really established the scene everything to, everything to like the brand new stuff that all the young kids are cranking out now too so it's a wide array of music and knowledge and stories from just all of our experiences together and it makes for a really cool show absolutely man i remember being in studio with you i want to say it was probably 07 08 with my band bankers hill so i'm glad you, yeah. you brought that up uh i yeah. think tim piles was over at 94 9 maybe at that time yeah when i started the show he was definitely like like leading the charge over at 94.9 doing the, the local 94.9 and uh, I looked up to Tim because I mean I was like just starting out I was like this new kid on the block you know I definitely knew some cool lo local bands and I started making friends with everyone really quick but he was already like off and running he's been doing it for you know 10 years he had 10 years on me pretty much at that point and so he was like I was trying to get to that level of like you know where everyone everybody wanted to be on Tim Piles' show right. and I was like this new guy but luckily I was working at 91X so it was not a hard sell to get uh, um, you know, people to send me their music and to come into the studio and all that stuff. Sure. So that was your first uh, radio station here in San Diego, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm born and raised San Diego, and so coming coming up, I you know went to junior college at Palomar, and they have a great uh, college station, KKSM. So that's really where I kind of cut my teeth in radio, and you know you're learning, you're 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 messing up on air. I had a real show, and so you're just like you know you're just kind of learning the ropes and just figuring out what works, and how, you kind of have to kind of literally find your voice and all that, and then um and then I transferred to San Diego State. And then uh, I started a show at KCR, uh, their radio station there as well. And right about that same time, um, I was already working at 91X and I was already trying to get on air. And okay. um, then soon after transferring to San Diego State, I got my, my shift at 91X. So there was a point where I was actually doing four nights a week plus loudspeaker on 91X and my college show at KCR too, which was pretty cool. Kind of like doing the big radio station doing and then doing the college show all within the same week that's totally cool with 91x did you start in promotions yeah that's kind of you know that's kind of where you start out when you when you get into radio that's kind of a good entry point for a lot of people and from there you kind of see what else you like to do um whether it's sales or programming or production um or if you want to stay in in promotion so I, I enjoyed promotions. I liked being out at the events and working with people and meeting people. But I, the ultimate goal was to be on the radio. I felt like, you know, growing up in San Diego here in the 91X DJs, like I thought they were just the coolest. And they were. I met them and they were great people. And um, I, I wanted us I striving for that. I thought it was just the coolest job and it was and it is. And so 
you know, that was the goal and it took some hard work and some time, but I eventually got the, I got loudspeaker and then they started throwing me on like overnights and weekends. And yeah, at one point I was on air like almost seven days a week, which was super cool. Wow. Yeah. I was so pumped. Good for yeah. you, man, for, for really accomplishing that goal. Um, we just need to get Tim Piles out of the equation so you can be the main host. <laughs> I love Tim. No, they, yeah, no, I like just I like the situation now, you yeah. know, it's, it's, I, I can kind of come and go as I please, sure. you know, I, I, I do, I run my own video production company, so it's yeah. like, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on with that too, but it's nice to like, you know, have my toe in the door still at 91X and contribute on loudspeaker and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's just a great family to be a part of. Yeah. We'll get to Roberto's media here shortly. We'll talk a little bit about that dude, but, um, what is it that you're doing exactly? We've, we've been in studio obviously with loudspeaker and you know, you're, are you curating the playlists? What, what is the majority of your time spent with that, with that show? Yeah, so, you know, like, I'm still very dialed in with a lot of bands I know, and, you know, people still send me music, so usually yeah. I'll come to the show with a couple songs, a couple new songs, but the thing is, like, everyone sends the same stuff to, like, Piles and, and, and Lou as well, so it's yeah. like, we all kind of have the same new music that comes out, um, but it's more like, you know, we kind of have our favorites, you know, we kind of lean towards certain genres and stuff in certain regions of town, so, sure. you know, it's always a little different, and so, yeah, I'll come in with a handful of songs, like, hey, I want to play these, or if this band has something going on, like a, they're streaming a show or they're doing a real show somewhere now. Um, you know, it's kind of just what's topical, what's happening in town. So like I'll have a few songs and then, yeah, Tim, Tim kind of starts the show. He kind of gets like just some, you know, some just good jams going and then he'll start to ask us like what songs we want to play and we kind of build around that. Okay. Obviously, if we have any hosts or, uh, or guests, yeah. uh, we'll play some of their music. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's request based, you know, people still call in and re request. So yeah, it's a very, it's very fluid as far as like how the show is actually produced night of like when we go in the three hours are completely wiped and there's nothing programmed so we just kind of pluck and drop songs like as we're going wow. so and we're just in there in the room it's like we're three super nerdy local music guys <laughs> and we're just like hey how about that how about that yeah about that you know and then we just yeah that's kind of how we build out the show totally it's it's always good vibes in there and loudspeaker is the local music show for san diego there's you know not to hate on other stations but you guys really do support like no other um you mentioned your different tastes what genre are you into what is your go-to genre I mean, I kind of all over the place. I mean, like when I started out, like I was definitely leaning more like punk rock. You know, that's why I was like attracted to your band back in the day. Cool. Um, you know, kind of I grew up going like Soma. So like, you know, kind of the hardcore scene, the pop punk, emo, screamo stuff. Um, you know, I kind of that's I, I kind of still have a soft spot in my heart for that, um, that type of music. But I'm a, I'm a literally all over the place. I love everything like the Redwoods, that whole group are doing, um, you know, bands like Little Hurricane and uh, like the Young Wild some bands I've just been with from the ground level like yeah. supporting when they've started so I just kind of always support bands like that um, yeah I know I'm just kind of all over the place right now and there's this band called uh, Porto that I'm super into and it's just kind of like chill surf rock type music and yeah I mean my, my musical taste kind of spans spans a lot <laughs> yeah sure how has COVID affected loudspeaker I mean I, I personally have seen it but for our listeners uh, things have changed in that studio a bit and there's a little more video broadcasting involved. Do you want to talk about that a bit? Yeah. So, you know, I, I do video production for a living and I do like live streaming, um, 
live streaming productions as well. So once like lockdown, like the real heavy lockdown yeah. happened around March, April, May, mm-hmm. um, we kind of had to figure out something because they at the radio station they weren't letting anyone at the station. Like none of the actual staff, like all the sales people and prom- promotions people, only like the DJs were going in one at a time, like just one host to do their shifts. Um, they had to like sterilize and clean the studio, and mm-hmm. so it was just we just let like piles do the show. Right. Um, I think for like a couple weeks. I think maybe just two weeks he did like just by himself me and Lou were just not there and then I figured out a way to kind of get a you know he set up a camera in there I had my camera at home Lou set up a camera we just basically did a zoom call Mm -hmm. and I just pushed that out to Facebook and so we had like you know our three cameras at each of our houses and the audio is getting pipes through the studio so we can actually be on air with Tim and but we're doing it remotely and so we did that for I don't know maybe almost two months um Mm -hmm. it was pretty cool it was fun to kind of do the show from my house and the comforts of my office (laughs) and uh and you know Tim was in the studio obviously and it was kind of the same way though we're just still you know, picking songs is kind of what's happening, any new music at the time. And it, it was hard, though, because the show is so based on what's going on in town. Like, you know, we just basically look at a concert calendar, like, okay, well, this is basically our show. We're going to just promote all these bands that have shows this week. Right. And all of a sudden, zero shows. So right. we just kind of were just picking songs at random almost. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of still how the show is kind of programmed, like I mentioned earlier. Sure. But um, eventually, you know, things started to lighten up a little bit, and we were allowed Lou and I to go into the studio. You know, it's spread out in there. It's not we're not like on top of each other. It's you know we can kind of keep our distance, and yeah. you know, it's protocol for the for the station. You have to wear your mask when you're walking around. There's plenty of sanitizer everywhere, so it's all very safe, of course. Cool. Um, but now you know we're in the studio with Tim, and um, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like back to normal. Just you know, this the city is not back to normal yet, so right. uh, programming is. Is kind of still just kind of random whatever we're, we're feeling sure you were involved with seaport sessions too which was cool um i would assume that was a lot on you right with your background <laughs> yeah i mean um i i know uh, roy Triano. he works for seaport village and we've worked together on other projects so yeah. he was i was kind of his first call when um, all this kind of went down as far as how can we stream these performances and we actually did like one real stream like i was there in person with the band it was literally the night uh, of like i think it was march 19th where they was like this is a lockdown like it's like shelter in place right, like literally scary. as we as we as we wrapped yeah. it was with dirty sweet and low volts I watched and then that. that was mm-hmm. so, so after that and that was kind of like oh man like i don't even know like we're just kind of slapping this together so it was, right I don't know if it was the most the most awesome stream ever, but it, I think it worked. Yeah, it worked but then, out. There, there was some weirdness involved, but it worked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so um, moving forward, you know, now we had to figure out how bands can do this from home. Um, so basically, bands were recording themselves at home, like little sessions, and then sending me the assets, and I would put them together, and then we would push this out as like a live event. Uh, hosted by Tim Piles and myself and a few others around town, Vinyl Junkies, Tim Mays from the Casbah was involved. And um, yeah, so it was kind of like a Zoom call, chat, hang, and then we pu- and then we pushed out these like performances with the artists. So we did that a few times uh, through the summer, and now I think they're just having bands play at Seaport Village, like on some of their buildings, um, so people kind of walking by and stuff can can enjoy it. But uh, oh, wow. yeah, it was a cool, it, it was a good experiment. You know, I think we we did a decent job. Uh, we got some cool artists, you know, we had um, the lead singer from Not A Surf do one, which was pretty cool, and then uh, 
uh, just a bunch of cool local bands as well. So it worked out. I think, you know, we're all just experimenting and just trying new things in this weird time. Sure. Yeah, that's perfectly said. And I thought it was kind of cool how you let the creativity up to the musician, you know, they could get as involved and complex with their own video as they wanted to, you know? For sure, yeah. I remember like the schizophonics. They basically just like they did a whole show in their living room or something. Yeah. And of course, if you've seen them live, they go absolutely nuts. And yeah. and Pat Beers and Letty, yeah, they they actually they they went crazy and it looked cool, it was super fun. And I had had some fun with the edit as well. And so it was made for a good experience. And I think people enjoyed. It was some normalcy where people can enjoy one of their favorite local bands at home. You know, kicking back, drinking a beer, or whatever, and just kind of. Have a little bit of normalcy for a moment. Yeah, normalcy is good this year. It's been a year of adapting and learning. Uh, when is this all going to end, Andrew? You've got the inside scoop, bro. What, uh, yeah. What, I, I, what, what no are idea. your thoughts? I mean, when is Casbah going to have 100 people? I mean, I think it is going to have to be like in phases where, you know, yeah. capacity there is like, I think just under 300 people and that's, that's pushing it too. So yeah, it might be like, Hey, we can do 50 people here. We can do a hundred people here. Now we can do 150. You know, it's, I think maybe hopefully by summer next year, you know, yeah. Yeah, um, sure. yeah, they can start to like, you know, I think it's just hard for venues like that. Cause they're so small, like the soda bar and, and Casbah where it doesn't really allow for an outdoor situation. It's everyone's just on top of each other and sweaty and breathing all over <laughs> each other. So I'm mean, thinking about it now. I was like, oh, shows are gross. Like, right. what would I've I been thinking? But no, I mean, I think eventually, you know, within the next year or two, it, it, it'd be, I mean, I'm no scientist or anything, but I think I, just opt, being optimistic, I think we'll be back to normal in the next year or so. I thought you'd have a concrete answer, man. I thought <laughs> I thought you would have the vaccine, bro. No, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm all, all out. I don't got it. No. That Sorry. seems to be the consensus, you know, maybe summer, who knows, uh, but it has been interesting. You know, I don't think there's a reason why local bands can't be active right now with streams and writing and um, and recording even, you know? Sure, record, make, you know, create content, make music videos. I mean, I just shot a music video this past weekend. I got cool. another one coming up. You know, it's like, you got to awesome. do something. And so it's like, yeah, you can't really do shows, but I think there's going to be more like outdoor show opportunities coming soon you right. know like you know they're at the del mar racetrack they're doing outdoor concerts down at petco park they're starting to do some outdoor concerts um you know they're yeah. for more bigger national touring acts but i think there's going to be some opportunities where some of the local parks might be putting up some stages and you know like kind of getting that doing that more san diego is the perfect city for that unfortunately like people in the midwest and east coast that's not going to happen because they're about to get hit by a bunch of snow i'm sure right um but yeah. San Diego, yeah, we can have people playing music outside all the time, all the time, you know. So yeah, I think that could, I think outdoor concerts might be a become a thing, uh, you know, more more of a thing now. Have you been to any drive-through shows? I went to the Switchfoot one; it was cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, to be personally, you know. To, uh, to tell you the truth, yeah, no, I haven't. And I don't, I don't, there's not much of an appeal for me <laughs> with that, I guess. Like uh, uh, being anchored to your car while a band's rocking out 100 yards away, I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'll just kind of sit back and just, you know, wait for, uh, right. wait for something a little bit more authentic, I guess. It's really cool, man. You drive your car into other vehicles as the mosh pit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, more for, for sure. me, for sure. It's not nearly as good, but uh, sort of a nostalgic experience because I figured it wouldn't be around for long, but, you know, come to find out, it, it really has lasted for a few months. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, 91X is a part of this concert series in Del Mar, and, you know, I think they had Switch, or uh, Slightly Stupid, they had the Dirty Heads, I think coming up they got Fits in the Tantrum, so yeah, I mean, it's there's something there, people are enjoying it, it's just, you know, again, it's, it's inching back towards normalcy as best we can. Yeah, absolutely. Any horror stories of uh, musicians in studio? I imagine they come in drunk often. Uh, there's a guy named Troy Cook that came in about <laughs> 10 years ago. That's true. No, uh, <laughs> a few years ago with a Michael Myers mask on. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I won't name names, but yeah, I guess it's when, you know, bands, you know, I guess maybe it's nerves or it's just the weekend. It's, you know, they come in drinking some beers and I'm like, I always kind of like, hey, we can't really have beers in the studio, but hey, they're there and they show up with beers. I'm like, okay, we'll let that slide. I'm like, all right, guys, let's not have any, no bad words on the air. And then, you know, F-bombs and S-bombs start rolling out. I'm like, God dang it, guys. Like, we're on the radio. And then right. I was a little more strict about it where basically if you cussed on air, that was your last time on my show. And, um, you know, I didn't really say that to him, but I just, you know, that was your one time and you messed up and that's it. And, yeah. uh, but Tim, Tim Pyle's a little more forgiving these days. So, you know, people still, yeah, we t literally just told you 30 seconds ago to don't say any of those words. And, then they let them slide. But, um, you know, it, it's not like we're getting in, like, trouble by, you know, the FCC or anything. It's just in good taste, I, my, in my opinion. But, um, sure. yeah, I guess it's when people have loose lips on air. Right. That's, on, that's my kind of pet peeve. But no, no other, beyond that, everyone's, you know, pretty cool. There's never been, like, anything crazier beyond that. Right. Do you have the seven-second delay? Uh, we usually just save that for the morning show stuff, um, because it kind of, it literally slow when you have to set it, you have to reset it every time you use it yep. and it kind of, it slows down the, sh the station. It literally slows down music and commercials gotcha. enough to build up that seven seconds. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I never use it for, for loudspeaker. It's just kind of, it's wow. kind of our rule of like, just yeah. save it for the morning show because that's probably when the most more people are listening yeah. and so it's kind of saved for that um but yeah i've never used the the dump button as we call it right um yeah so it, it is there it exists i don't even know if the morning show even uses it but it's there man so you are really live on loudspeaker very live very live, very, yeah. Very so live. Watch, yeah watch your mouth kids watch your freaking mouth yes. <laughs> freaking mouth what <laughs> do you follow ratings with loudspeaker is that something you're into no, I mean ratings are so kind of obsolete. I think, or are just they kind of are just arbitrary numbers. It is like they, I mean, especially for radio these days, it, it's I'm sure someone people care, like salespeople, um, and our program directors, like you know, obviously care about that. But I, it, there's so many weird ways they they get that data, and it's I just don't feel like it's very accurate. Um, right. You know, so I'm just like you know, I, I always kind of think of it. As I'm on air, I'm talking through a microphone, and I'm, yeah, I'm on some random radio at a taco shop somewhere, you know, blaring in the kitchen or in some, or some mechanic shop, like, you know, they just always have 91X tuned on. So it's like, I just kind of figure we're just kind of out there and just floating in the ether for three hours, um, yeah. you know, people driving around, truck drivers. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I kind of try to put myself in the, in the, the, the listener's yeah. environment, the, the listener's shoes a little bit, kind of like, I bet someone just has this on in their garage right now working on their car uh, <laughs> on a sunday night and they're just listening to some crazy cool local music <laughs> right i love it i listen often uh tim piles you know we got to shout him out and lou niles and you of course but uh yeah. tim's such a legend here in san diego he's been around for a while and a great host yeah. and uh 
a good dude. You know, I've had him over. He was a part of the music video here over at my house, and I've had him on the under the palapa, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, we loved sure. him. We loved him. Yeah, Tim's a great guy. He's actually uh, officiating my wedding um, he is. next year. Yeah, so he, I know he's done a few of those weddings, yep. like a few friends and stuff. So, and I, he's he's like I've known him forever, and like he's been a great yeah. friend. Like we even when Ren and I started dating, he's always been around. We've spent so many like Coachellas together and stuff. So he's just very much part of the fabric of of Ren and I's story. Uh, my fiance Ren, yeah. and so yeah, it just kind of made sense to have Tim involved. Like he would have been invited anyway. So I was like, well, I'm gonna put you to work, you know. So, uh, so uh, it'll be cool. really fun to have Tim uh, officiate our wedding. That'll be great. Yeah. Is he going to cut? Are you going to walk down the aisle to uh, the loudspeaker theme? <laughs> yeah, the Mojo Nixon uh, loudspeaker theme. Yeah, I think, I think I'll, I'll win that argument for sure. Loudspeaker, 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 loudspeaker. Let's segue into Rolberto's Media. You're the editor and co-founder of your own media company. You have a vlog on YouTube. Uh, you can just search out Rolberto's Media on YouTube. Talk about what you have going on there. I think you do some photography for 91X as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It all. I mean, the whole Rolberto's like doing video stuff kind of came from my experience at 91X because like back in the day when I started in 2006 as promotions, um, you know, we had bands coming through all the time and I've always had a fascination with video. I've always made like little surf videos and skate videos through high school with my friends. And so once, you know, 91X, I was there, um, I just, there was a camera in the promotions area and I just picked it up and started filming all the acoustic performances and the interviews and all the events that we had going on. And, you know, there was a new website called YouTube back in the day. (laughs) And, uh, I just started like uploading the videos to YouTube and created our channel. And that just kind of started becoming part of my job, you know? So my full, my, when I was full time there, um, it was like promotions, programming and video production. And so, yeah, I just kept doing that. And eventually I got, you know, better and got more creative and then um another company in town slacker radio they they basically recruited me and took me from 91x which is fine because i was kind of at the time kind of ready to leave 91x kind of needed something a little bigger and a little different obviously more more pay (laughs) that was a big factor and so i started working at slacker radio and a bunch of guys actually that worked at slacker radio were from 91x and from like more more traditional radio here in town too so this it just kind of went from terrestrial radio to the digital radio format and this is like you know slacker was kind of a big player kind of like with with pandora and it was before spotify so spotify wasn't around yet and so my job at slacker was to i basically was boots on the ground at every major music festival in the country so for three years i was just traveling the country hitting up every music festival and creating festival recap videos um shooting interviews with artists um just collecting as much much content as possible and for the slacker youtube channel and for all their digital players and all that so yeah because it was a music app where you can listen to music but within those apps you can watch videos and studio performances and all sorts of stuff so that was like the craziest coolest job i had um out of college after 91X is working at Slacker. And within that, that's where I met my partner, Rob. And um, we were roommates and he was doing video as well. He was doing freelance stuff, a little more corporate type stuff. And so, you know, I was doing Slacker, he was doing that, his stuff, and then we just kind of combined forces and created Rolberto's Media, which is my name, Rolly, and then his name's Roberto, so we just kind of smashed our names together, Rolberto's, and it sounds like a taco shop, so we're like, hey, let's kind of go with this kind of taco shop aesthetic. (laughs) So our tagline is Lights, Camera, Taco. We have a taco in our logo. I actually have it tattooed on my arm. And so, yeah, (laughs) and it's good. It's like a talking point. We kind of stand out amongst uh, the crowd here in San Diego as far as other videos 
video production companies. And yeah, we just kind of got started doing events and a lot of music-based projects. Uh, one of our kind of um, flagship project is called a Red Trolley Show. So we got bands to play on the trolley. Yeah. So we did that for like eight years, um, which was super cool. And that's kind of got our name out there and then yeah the projects just started getting bigger and bigger and the budgets got bigger and bigger and um eventually yeah now that's all i do is just roberto's media with rob and we have a good little crew we have a few employees um we actually just moved out of our studio um covid related it was just you know the times are weird the main guy at the studio left and we kind of had to go with them so we're looking for a new studio next year but we're still as busy as ever um we're work we do like tv campaigns we did uh, tv commercials for San Diego State. Uh, yeah. We work at Taylor Guitars a lot. Uh, wow. We work uh, with a lot of restaurants here in town, a lot of breweries, so and a lot of other like corporate stuff. That's um, you know Ace Fitness, GoFundMe, some of our bigger uh, corporate clients. So wow. yeah, it's kind of a hodgepodge of stuff because we do music videos still we do photography um studio product photography um broadcast commercials i'm editing a commercial right now for coronado brewing and so yeah we're just kind of all over the place as far as the type of content we make and um, yeah we're not just like pigeonholed to like one style or one type of video it's just kind of kind of anything and everything actually Paying the bills, I would imagine. Paying, paying the freaking bills, yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah, obviously with COVID, it was a little tough uh, mid-year, but yeah. you know, around June, July, things started really picking up again. And so, and it's like you know, we're at a point where we've been doing this for ten years, where like we only kind of deal with like real like clients that have, like, are ready to really play ball, like real budgets, like real concepts, real goals, and not just yeah. we kind of grew out of kind of the small, kind of the small low-hanging fruit that we've kind of got started with but yeah. now we're kind of eye on the prize on like bigger agency type stuff b- right. bigger agency type projects right corporate's a good spot to be i would assume right yeah and, and, yeah, yeah for sure yeah. corporate stuff but also still like keeping in touch with like obviously like the local restaurants and local businesses we still do a lot of that stuff too but um kind of the the, the real good you know big money is in that corporate world still would it make you feel much better if it were you against the world if you were an alien if it were conspiracy you mentioned a red trolley show i have it up here on youtube is that no longer a thing man that was very cool i mean less than jake uh modest yahoo and berlin joey cape you guys had a lot of big names uh basically live acoustic music on the trolley yeah no we did that it was great i mean i loved it it was kind of just my excuse to to meet cool artists that i like and like and kind of get them like in my bubble for you know an afternoon to shoot some cool stuff with so yeah i mean i'm yeah you mentioned those artists i'm like geez that we got some pretty cool artists i know uh like you know like joey cape is like an icon to me so like i was just so pumped when we got him and um but yeah we we kind of slowed down i think around 2018 2019 and uh we were actually looking for a major sponsor and so i kind of had to slow up shop because we had to focus on other things for the for that time and i was like i need to get a sponsor and then and then covid hit (laughs) and so we kind of slowed down and then obviously the world shut down and so it's on a it's on a hiatus i would say right now 
and uh, I think it'd be a hard sell to get um, bands to get on the on public transit right now too. So um, we'll just let that chill out for a while. Um, I don't want to completely close the door on it because it is cool. Um, it's you know all the videos are still online on YouTube and stuff. So I mean yeah they get tons and tons of views too. So and I yeah. still are fairly active like in the community on YouTube as far as you know answering questions and and stuff like that. But um, yeah I'm always kind of still looking to do something new and different too. Kind of in that same vein but maybe not on on public transit maybe do more of a studio environment or something because i I have the equipment to film and record and i have my connections with artists and i just yeah i want to do something because that's that's where i that's my passion is working doing video with music because i'm not a musician but i love to be a part of that scene that world and I, i feel like i can contribute with video and photography yeah that's awesome, man. Yeah, I know Tim was doing, uh, was it Pyle's sessions or 91X's sessions there for a little bit? Yeah, yeah, Pyle's sessions. And um, yeah, he like teams up with like Sulo King uh, at his old studio spot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, he was like doing like all the recording and video sessions over there too. So yeah, all yeah. those are on on Pyle's, on Tim's like uh, YouTube channel as well. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, check out a red trolley show. It's really cool, man. I urge you to, uh, to continue that once uh, COVID's done. That's kind of... You know, that's kind of what I was thinking for Palapalooza, have bands over to my Palapa and have them jam. It hasn't really been video-based, more audio-based, but um, mm-hmm. it is fun. I'm with you. It's fun to support our, our local music scene, and there's so much talent here, um, which I know you would agree. Uh, are, yeah. there, are there bands that stick out here in the local music scene? Like, throw out your top three, not to pick favorites, but... I know, like, um, well, lately, I guess, like, I'm really into the uh, new Trouble in the Wind record. Somebody stop this ride. Wanna get off and get right. Somebody stop this ride. They recorded with John Reese, uh, he produced it, of Rocket from the Crypt and Hot Snakes, and Ben Moore, who's recorded, like, all those Drive Like Jehu records, Hot Snakes records. So it's just, a, it's a good, heavy sound, and, and it's still kind of in the same vein as, like, Trouble in the Wind's that what they're known for kind of like kind of folky kind of outlaw country a little bit um but it's, it's just it's just a solid record uh the new porto record that i mentioned earlier um that comes from uh dan cervantes's record label yeah it's just a cool kind of vibey chill beachy surf rock record and um, I always kind of keep going back to the Danny Bell and the Tarantist record, the, the latest one. Um, I've worked with her the last couple years on some music videos, and they're just great guys, great musicians. Again, kind of just kind of vibey, psych rock. Danny's just super fun to work with and it's cool and um yeah it's i would i always kind of fall lately fall back on those three records right now right on what's your venue of choice here in san diego venue when when things are rocking and rolling of course the casbah like the casbah is kind of the number one i mean i just feel like home like i'm at home there um you know i like the soda bar a lot um and then I, i mean i go to a lot of you know bigger shows at the observatory and you know i loved having that spot in north park i lived right down the street um i, I moved i'm in mission hills now i live there but um oh, wow. yeah um when i was living in north park i was just a couple blocks from the observatory and of course working at 91x you get perks you get a lot of free tickets to stuff so it was just like 
any night of the week, I was just so pumped to go there and check out a cool show. And um, it's just like, because it's like a big theater, but it's still fairly intimate and there's not a bad angle there. And it's just, yeah, I, 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 like, I like that spot a lot. Have you ever thought of opening a live music venue? You know what? To be honest, yeah. I feel like, I know it's, you know, opening any sort of, I mean, I already ran a business, but and it's already kind of, and it's always kind of risky and challenging, but um, right. yeah, and opening up a bar slash venue, yeah, it's always been kind of in the back of my mind. I feel like I've been to enough venues and I've seen a lot of what what to do and what not to do. And um, I used to work at the 710 Beach Club back in the day. I was their uh, talent buyer for about six months when I was like, I was like 23 years old. I had no idea what I was doing. I was, the, I think the the height of that whole that little career was I got to book Authority Zero at the 710 Beach Club, which is pretty badass. Right. That was super hard. I didn't. I Dude, was. Just, I think we played that show. I think we. Maybe, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think so. I was like just reaching out to all my homies, like I need to fill this like concert calendar. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have any sort of concepts or anything or names but yeah i think it'd be cool because again like i just i i think i know what bands need i know what venue what what fans like i think i can create something pretty cool but uh yeah i don't know it just it hasn't really gone beyond that as far as the kind of thinking um but yeah i think it'd be i think it'd be cool to 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 own a venue at some point yeah it seems uh to me you know the thought has crossed my mind but it seems scary <laughs> yeah I always kind of thought of like my whole company, like, you know, if, if everything just like, you know, shit hit the fan or whatever, and I'm like, God, what would I do? I and mean, what I need a job now, like I figure I can go to the bars and get like a bar back job. I know enough people that work at bars, right. but then I'm like, well, this pandemic kind of canceled that plan as my backup plan. Yeah. You know, just knowing like anything and everything could be shut down at some point. So right. yeah, I mean, there's risk in everything. So right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, maybe one day, maybe when I'm a, older more successful person and have some money yeah so we'll see <laughs> yeah absolutely dude yeah nice uh nice catching up with you bro it's been a weird year uh i appreciate your time we covered 91x we covered uh roberto's any anything yeah. that i missed we're gonna do a quick rapid fire segment with you but um oh man uh okay. yeah i know right it's scary <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like oh you better man, be on I your toes bro now. thinking no i mean that was great yeah great to catch up with you and um you know i've been following your you you know over since i met you like freaking i guess yeah it's been two almost 15 years now at this point since we probably met so um yeah time is flying by but um no it's been good and yeah we're, we're still cranking on rolberto's and cool. you know i'm still you know obviously being involved in 91x and it's yeah, I feel like, you know, I mentioned earlier, like, we're just kind of inching our way back to normalcy, and, um, yeah, hopefully we're all kind of back to normal and hanging out and rocking out at a show at the Casbah sooner than later. Totally, man. With Roberto's, I do want to shout out, you've been hanging out with Aladdin, <laughs> <laughs> Evolving Vegan. You want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, so one of our projects, uh, kind of a different project, you know, I mentioned we do photography, and so I got asked in 2018 to basically take photos for a cookbook, um, and the cookbook is the brainchild of Mina Masood, who played Aladdin in the recent remake live-action yeah. movie starring Will Smith and Mina. I saw and that, um, yeah. yeah, they they asked me to um, to take photos for his book, and basically it was kind of, but it's kind of a different cookbook. It's a travel cookbook where a lot of the recipes are from vegan restaurants around the country. So we hit up ten cities uh, around North America. Um, in over 50 restaurants and so we went to all that we did all this traveling in the fall of 2018 and um, I just took tons of tons of photos of all this food we did lifestyle photos with Mina as well and we're also building like a 
we were building the brand from scratch. So it wasn't just photos for the book, but it's photos for social media, um, for the websites, for promo, all this stuff. And we're also producing an Instagram TV show while we were out there. So I was doing photo and video. And yeah, it was just a ton of work, but yeah, it was, I mean, and then obviously it was cool when Mina, when the, sh and the movie came out in 2019, where it was just this wave of stardom for him. Like he became, he basically in 2018, no one really knew who he was. And then six months later in 2019, everyone freaking knew who he was. Gotcha. And so it was just like the, the, the social media just blew up and yeah. a lot of excitement around the book. And yeah. then, yeah, the book finally just came out. Um, just a few weeks ago a few months ago at this point yeah. and yeah it's been a great success uh, it's cool to see like a, the tangible like physical book at my house with all my photos in it um, you know Mina's doing all sorts of press around it and yeah it's just super cool and um, you know that experience actually led me to being vegetarian so oh, wow. it's just kind of a nice kind of a you know life change and um, you know opening my eyes to like the vegan culture and the whole idea of the evolving vegan it's like it's not we're not preachy at all it's just evolve you know try you know try putting almond milk in your coffee once a week or having a meatless monday or you know just kind of inching your way towards plant-based dining because you know it does really affect the world and obviously affects animals and stuff so that's kind of the idea it's kind of just a, a nice entry point into the vegan culture and I mean, I love all the food. The food is awesome. Like, I eat mainly vegan just kind of by default anyways now. So it's just, I don't know, I feel better, you know, feel lighter. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm getting older, so I need to kind of take care of myself a little bit better sure. these days. And during quarantine, it's it's easier because I'm not hitting the bars or hitting shows all the time, crushing beers. So it's kind of right. like, you know, might as well start taking care of myself during these times and, you know, running more often, exercising, eating better. So, yeah, um, yeah it's kind of, that all kind of stemmed from my experience working with Mina and on this this evolving vegan project and just kind of opening my eyes where you don't have to you know crush burgers and tacos all the time but <laughs> you can crush uh, vegan burgers and vegan tacos now and then you got roberto's which is just all about mexi right <laughs> yeah yeah for sure evolving yeah. vegan cool yeah that's rad that that cookbook's available now uh for all you yes. vegans and non-vegans out there i you know when i think of our local music scene uh i gotta shout out infinite signal man they're they're vegans uh eli and kelly uh, which have been featured on loudspeaker, of course. Yeah, you know, like, and we we meet a lot of artists in our in our field, and yeah, a lot of them. I always, you know, like, there are a lot of them are eat vegan or vegetarian for whatever reasons and stuff. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's. I mean, we live in San Diego. It's like such an easy town to eat that way. At all, there's so many available restaurants um, that yeah. that cook that way. So yeah, it's it's it wasn't a hard transition um, at all, you know. But you know, each their own. But there's a book now to buy, and you can you know dip your toe in the vegan world if you want. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. And what a great opportunity for you to, you know, travel and, and be a part of something so cool and, and get paid for it. I think, yeah. you know, I've always thought ultimately that's the best career where you kind of get paid to, to travel. Yeah, that is my kind of ultimate kind of not goal, but that's the type of work that's like when I was working at Slacker, I was on the road, I was making good money, I was doing what I want to do as far as creating content. And yeah, that's how the Evolving Vegan Project was too. And yeah, I would just love more opportunity, opportunities like that. And, you know, I think we're, there's, there could be a possible second book. Um, there's, and there's all these other opportunities now. Um, I'm still great friends with Mina. Um, you know, we're still kind of trying to work together on other things. And so, yeah, there's, that's kind of the, the, in in goals to be on the road and just creating cool content right man i hope that works out for you thank you all right rapid fire i know you're in your car there it, it can't be the most <laughs> comfortable uh, scenario I'm, it's not, I'm under a tree i'm in the shade I, I think i do hear a jackhammer somewhere in the background now so. <laughs>
Rapid fire, so, you know, quick answers, quick questions. Uh, first concert you attended? Beach Boys after a San Diego Padres uh, game, probably like 1993 or something like that. I remember that. Biggest musical influence? Are you a oh, musician? I mean, I play guitar. Um, I would say, so as far as me learning to play guitar, um, I listen to a lot, and I, I learn a lot of City and Color songs and Father John Misty songs. So that's kind of where I've been kind of learning and playing along with. So yeah, I'd say Father John Misty and City and Color. Nice. Favorite band to come from the 90s? Favorite band to come from the 90s? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I mean, I would, I don't know, is Blink-182? Like, would that work? Because that yeah. kind of, that was definitely like where I started listening to a lot of punk rock, you know, growing up in Rancho Penasquitos. Blink-182 is right across the freeway. You know, they started having their big hits around, around then. So late 90s, yeah, Blink-182. Sure, why not? There you go. <laughs> Boom. Favorite music-related movie? Oh man, music related movie. We've got uh, we get walk the line. We get walk hard a lot on here. <laughs> I think the schizophonic said walk hard. Favorite me. Uh, geez, Louise. Uh, the, the only thing that's coming to my high, my mind is like Bohemian Rhapsody. That was pretty cool. Really good. Really well done. I like all the studio scenes in there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, describe yourself in one word. Anxious. <laughs> Anxious? Okay. Anxious. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think people that really know me, kind of, I'm like, I'm pretty level-headed, but I can kind of, I'm or a little more scatterbrain. Those two words. Anxious, scatterbrain. But go. I can I can manage it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Best front man in history? Matt Bellamy, Muse. Yes, dude. I saw them at Kaboo, uh, one of the last bands I saw. I've been, yeah, I've been seeing them for a long time, and he's just always mind-blowing. Amazing. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do in San Diego other than go out to a show? You know, lately it's uh, golf. I've been playing a lot of golf lately. It's kind of one of the only thing, one of the first things that opened back up were the golf courses. And um, yeah, I mean, I love just being on the golf course, um, crushing some beers with yep. my dudes. Yep. And yeah, it's just so much fun. Are you good? I'm all right. I've been playing <laughs> since I was like in middle school. So um, I, uh, I have some golfers in my family too. So um, yeah, I think I can I can play a decent round. Hitting some pars? A couple pars, couple maybe pars. a birdie here and there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, most memorable concert to date? I already mentioned Muse, but it's I always talk about it. Muse 2010 at Coachella was one of the most epic musical experiences of my life. Yeah. It was just one of those perfect scenarios with great people. The day, the weekend was just awesome, perfect, and it was just one of those, everyone just jumping up and down, freaking out. There's lasers, confetti, just bouncy eyeballs bouncing around this, the, you know, the giant inflatable eyeballs just all around the crowd. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I've seen so many shows just with my career and just everything, and yeah, but that still always kind of stands out was Muse Coachella 2010. I agree, man. If, if you haven't seen the Muse, uh, take that opportunity when they're in town. They're, they're amazing. Their sound is amazing. Their visuals are like, you know, spectacular. You and I have been to a lot of shows and yeah, Muse does stand out. For, yeah, definitely. And they're, you know, the music has kind of evolved a little bit over the last years, a little more mainstream, a little more poppy, but yeah, still, I mean, they still crank out some of the classics and even in their newer sets and it's just, it's so fun. So yeah. good. Yeah. Reveal something about yourself that most people wouldn't know. And I think you've talked quite a bit about uh, I, I, your background. I just revealed everything about me, I you feel. Know everything. <laughs> we know who's officiating your wedding. We know when you got <laughs> you know, engaged. Yeah. 
Oh man, I don't know, dude. Um, I have geez. a, uh, I've, I, I have a third nipple. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's very small. It doesn't like produce milk or anything weird <laughs> like that. But uh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, I played about 15 years of baseball. Um, Did you? You know? Yeah. So baseball is a big part of my life. Um, when I was younger, so I played high school and I played adult league, like amateur baseball, cool. and up up till I was, till I was about 25. So Rad. yeah, baseball is a big part of my life. I still hit the cages. Um, cool. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Very big cool. Padres fan, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you have for the World Series? Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yeah, you think um, the Rays will take it? I yeah, I hope so. The Dodgers are super stacked. Um, I have a buddy. I have a buddy. I played high school baseball with. That is actually one of. The, he's like a translator on the Rays for all the the Spanish speaking players. So um, it's fun to see him like in the post game reports or post game interviews and stuff like that. Manny Navarro. Um, I played with him at Mount, at Mount Carmel, wow. and uh, it's just cool to kind of see his his path on how he ended up you know working in the Rays organization, and now he's you know going to the World Series right now. So um, cool. yeah, so I have a little bit of connection there. But yeah, I mean, I hate the freaking Dodgers. So yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> it, it, yeah, even if it was the Astros. Uh, versus, and rather than the Rays, I still would have. Uh, even it's hard to say, but I would have wanted to see the Astros beat the Dodgers. I guess I don't right. know. I, yeah, I hate the Astros too. Dodgers are just uh, rivals, of course, but uh, rivals, and they have they have like about a billion dollars on the field too. They just are stacked. So. They are stacked. Yeah, we'll see. This will release after the World Series, so uh, <laughs> Rolly's calling the Rays. We'll, Ray, we'll see. Rays and seven. We'll do Rays and seven. Rays and seven. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about a good series, regardless. You know, obviously, I think uh, our team is the Padres, of course, which I think we'll see a World Series in the next few years. We're pretty stacked. Yeah, yeah, we're stacked, and I think uh, San Diego is now kind of a free agent destination. So I think we've really kind of took a ne- another level as far as like you know, we're 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 ready to play. You know, yeah. we're, we've we've kind of been in the toilet the last 15 years, and so now we're yeah. kind of at the right people in the right places. And I think we're we're definitely contenders now. And I always say I've been saying it for 34 years, but next year, next year's our year. <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of San Diego's uh, slogan, isn't it? Ah, there's always next year. There's always, yeah, there's always next, next year. Here. Same thing with the Chargers, and eventually, yeah, actually not for the Chargers because they moved, and they can, yeah, I don't, I don't care about the Chargers at they, all anymore. Yeah, I agree, uh, and it gives me sort of a new appreciation and love for the Padres. You know, yep. they stuck yeah, around. Yeah. It's like <laughs> at yeah. least they, at least they're here in our city. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I love the Padres, so I'm excited. It was a great year this year to watch them. You know, super exciting. The whole, the whole Slam Diego thing was great, yep. and uh, yeah, of course we had a run in the playoffs and just ended a little short. But you yep. know, next next year's our year. Yeah, always next year. I agree. It was a fun <laughs> uh, year given 2020 and and everything going on. It was kind of cool to see the Padres uh, kind of step it up and have a good season. For sure. Yeah. So you're an athlete. Okay, cool. I didn't know that about you, man. Yeah, um, not so much these days. You know, I'll go run around the block, but yeah, sure. I mean, growing up for sure, played a lot of sports. Cool. Advice to local musicians. Oh man, I think um, work just work on your craft. I mean, as far as like songwriting, um, I feel like artists sometimes a lot of local artists kind of just rush a lot of things. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, but I think and I, there's a lot of potential, a lot of potential. But um, I think just work on your craft as far as writing good songs, um, and just, you know that's that should be the focus always. And then everything else kind of comes with as far as you know, uh, music videos and yeah. photos and marketing and all that stuff. But um, just write good songs because like if you have any or even establish real goals for yourself as far as like 
where do you want to be with this band? Is this just to have a garage band to dick around with your buddies and play a couple shows here and there? Or are you actually trying to make a career out of this and, you know, yeah. get into, into the rat race as far as labels and, and stuff goes and touring? Um, but you're not going to get that without, you know, mediocre songs, so, you know, just really kind of right. focus on your craft. And I, I've had to do the same thing with like my video projects too, where, you know, I, there's no real reason to rush a project because you're just going to slip up or something's going to, you know, it's not going to be what you want or it's not gonna be you know it's not gonna be as good as it could be so i i tend to like take a step back after you know after a lot of editing and kind of like where do i really want to take this like what do i want what do i want to to do with this um and so i kind of that translates to music as well where you just don't rush songs to make songs you know like really kind of hone in on your craft as far as you know writing and um lyrics and musicianship too um so yeah i think just kind of just work better and work harder on that because it's easier for me to say that because i'm not a musician but because right, I, right. I just come across a lot of songs where i'm like this isn't doing anything for me i've heard this song a million times um you know it, it could be better yeah sure no that's good advice and i would assume we didn't get into it too much but roberto's is available to shoot local uh, music videos right Absolutely. Yeah. We, um, yeah, most of the music videos we work with or, or do are, are with local artists. And, uh, we just shot one, uh, with Thea, the band. She was in a, it's like her new project, but she was in a band called Social Club for a long time. And then, um, I'm actually shooting a video with Justin Lin. Um, yes. I'm sure you know him. Um, of course. uh, we're shooting a video in the next couple of weeks for one of his new singles. Um, so yeah, um, but yeah, cool. as far as Roberto's goes, yeah, we are available and, um, cool. down to get creative with you. Cool. For uh, regarding Justin Lin, is that for Demons? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. His new single that just came out just like last week, I think. Yep. Shout out Justin Lin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, five year goal, dude. Last question. Where do you want to be? You got a lot going on with uh, Roberto's and uh, 91X. How do you balance that time? How many hours are put into Roberto's every week and how many hours are put into 91X? Yeah. 91X is just kind of like, you know, I'm there for three hours on Sundays doing the show. Um, yeah, that's kind of about it. You know, throughout the week, I might just kind of like, oh, there's that song. I'll, you know, I'll throw it in a file and, you know, and take it with me um, on Sunday night. But yeah, you know, that's just kind of like three hours a week there. And then honestly, as all day, every day for Rolberto's, um, you know, I work on the weekends. I work at night. I do a lot of editing at night. I'm always, I'm, you know, very small team where we're all wearing many hats. So yeah. I'm the sales guy, I'm the marketing guy, the PR guy, you know, we're all kind of intermingling with each other as far as our roles. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of all day, every day there. Uh, but I've been getting better as far as like kind of taking breaks and like, okay, like it's six o'clock, let's turn the computer off and have dinner and hang out with my fiance and take the dogs on walks, you know, just kind of work life balance, trying to get better at that. Right. Um, so yeah. And then as far as goals, I mean, uh, I'd like to buy a house, you know, with maybe in the next five years, I'm still renting, but, um, yeah. you know, getting married next year, I think that, and then the house thing could be a next, the next big move. Um, I'd like to stay in San Diego as much as, as much as I can, as long as I can. So, right. um, yeah, I think that that's a nice kind of e- a goal to kind of zero in on. Sure. Right on, man. I, I, I certainly hope that uh, Roberto's uh, continues to expand. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot going on there. You really seem to be putting a lot of uh, effort and, and time into that. For sure, yeah. And like, you know, our, our, like I said, our client base is growing and you know, the projects are getting bigger. So I like to see us as a company kind of doing more creative stuff and us being able to be more picky with the 
type of work we want to do, right. type of clients we want to work with. Yeah. Um, so we, we, me and Rob, my partner, we definitely have goals and we want to, we have goals of who we want to work with and the type of stuff we want to do. And so I don't think we're far off. Honestly, we're yeah. not far off. So, you know, we're, we're cranking out stuff now. We're, we're able to live and thrive here in San Diego, which is not always easy because it's su such an expensive city. Um, but we're making it happen. We're doing it. We've been doing it for 10 years. So it's, you know, I don't feel like we're slowing down at all. Um, even with COVID going on. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think in five years we could be in a, in a, in a much cooler spot for sure. Right on, man. Living the dream, buddy. Working for yourself yeah, here in San yeah. Diego. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah, yeah, I have to sit back and kind of realize that sometimes because you get so kind of bogged down and, you know, just, you know, just discouraged sometimes. You have bad days, you have good days, whatever. And it's like, you have to sit back and be like, look at your life. And you're like, holy crap, like I'm doing doing pretty well so um i'm grateful for all everything and all the opportunities and all the people i've met and all the relationships i have and so yeah it's it's uh it's it's good right on buddy hey thank you so much for your your support of the local music scene and all the time you put into that dude it, it means a lot it's uh, i know it's appreciated by uh you know all the musicians here in san diego you tim lou uh we appreciate loudspeaker man uh, every awesome. sunday night 7 to 10 p.m Guacaroli, yeah. right? At Guacaroli <laughs> yeah. on Instagram? Guacaroli, yes. G U A C A, Roli, R O W L E Y. A big yeah. guacamole uh, fan, I would assume, right? <laughs> yeah. <that> <laughs> and it's also a way to, for people to figure out how to say my last name, like guacamole, guacaroli. Right. Gu you, would, you wouldn't Rally? say guacaroli. Yeah, yeah guacaroli doesn't ring. Uh, yeah, guacaroli. But no, like, I appreciate you, man, uh, doing this great podcast, you know, for the local scene. Um, you know, we couldn't do our job at Loudspeaker without you guys. So, yeah, just San Diego is. The, one of the best cities in the world the best city in the world in my opinion right. and has the greatest music scene and you know loudspeaker is the longest running local music program in the united states that is a fact yeah. um wow. it's been going on for 36 years now 36. and i think now we are the only local local show in san diego now is that and right so wow yeah i mean unfortunately you know the local 90 for nine is not a thing anymore okay. um I it was never really a fly. thing, in my opinion. <laughs> Not to hate on it, but I, I, I can yeah. just never get any support out of them, dude. Uh, you know, it's objectively, it's it's just never happened. So whatever. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, 91X loudspeaker is where it's at. So where any local at. bands listening out there, uh, best way to get a hold of us is just on social media. Yeah. Um, you know, piles at 91x.com is a great um, you know email to send all the music to. Of course, you guys contact me and uh, shoot me over your music. I'm always down to talk and chat about you know, like you mentioned, like. What, what could bands be doing right now or how can they improve them be improving themselves right now so i'm always open to to chat about that um i'm pretty um accessible so um yeah hit me up very cool yeah and you guys play local music you know you will if if you reach out to them they will play you and it's cool it's cool to hear your music on radio there's no there's no question about it of course um, yeah and you guys you know you don't have an agenda you know like you've kind of mentioned throughout this episode you guys all have your own musical tastes and I don't think it's about your own personal taste on loudspeaker. You know, you'll play any genre, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we give everyone a shot. You know, that's what's there for. It's it's an opportunity to get heard. And, and you know, music is, is, is an art form. It's, it's someone put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into these songs. And it's like, you got to give them, give them an opportunity to, air it out to the masses yeah. and a uh, loudspeaker is the perfect place for that andrew roley you're the man i'll let you get the hell out of your car uh <laughs> congrats again on the engagement uh tim piles will be officiating that's very cool i look forward to seeing photos of that and uh yeah all the very best to you and all your endeavors dude 
Awesome, man. Thank you so much. And and you too. Um, yeah, best of luck to you and your family and all the things you got going on. And um, yeah, man, good chatting. Absolutely. Hit me up anytime, brother. For sure, dude. All right. Take it easy. Take care. Bye-bye. Still had something to prove I guess it shocked her Me and my drug abuse If I can hear my heart break my heart I would know I would only do it for you I'm gonna tell you the truth No, I'm no monster But it's 20 minutes in my shoes You know, if I can hear my cripple of my hand Doctor gonna leave it all up to you